This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watching Lester Till I Die TV. I didn't realize I still got that on. One second. There we go. Hello. How am I? Hopefully, I'm not on mute. I'll leave that to my co presenter uh, today. Uh, oh, you used to laugh at me when I was on mute, but uh, it happens to the best of us, eh, Brad? Uh, welcome along. <laughs> it, is, it is the morning after the night before. <coughs> Excuse me. And believe you me, it was a night before. 
I've got to say a huge big thank you at this point to Simon, who picked me up and took me. And a big, huge thank you as well to Steve, who I met at the ground. And uh, apparently, I, he, he owed me a favour from many, many years ago, uh, which I'd forgotten about, and he wanted to pay back. So he drove me home. So he drove me all the way from Southampton to Paul, and then went back up to Leicester. The only problem was, by the time we'd actually walked back to where he'd parked his car, I could have probably walked back to Paul. <laughs> it was going on that long. But look, it was great. We we Well, when I say we're top of the league, Technically, we still are because the games aren't over yet, but Preston are 1-0 up at Plymouth. Uh like to think that anything Vardy does, Preston can copy, but they are currently 1-0 up at Plymouth, which is a bit of a bugger, but uh, especially as I've done my table and everything. So uh, but we'll wait We'll wait and see how that goes on. There's a, there's a good 80-odd minutes to go yet. But look, what a game. I was there. Um, there's so much to talk about, so much to talk about. Uh, and talking about talking about, <laughs> if that makes sense, do check this out. If you haven't seen it yet, it's the latest uh, interview show, The Conversation. Uh, it is up there uh, under the pick on uh, the LTID TV One channel on YouTube. And it is Muzzy Is It? And it was a great conversation to have. And basically, it's worth watching just if you want to see a certain person get totally embarrassed. Um, all I'll say is, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Was it, Brad? Hello, how are you doing? It wasn't me, and this time I remember to take myself off mute. So, yeah, glad you got to hear my response to that one. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't you. It was definitely me, but being embarrassed to get to meet to heroes, I can't complain. I can't stay mad at you, Chris. Um, so, it was all worth it in the end, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, um, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, God, right. There we go. Uh, I, I, I love my voice, sound of my own voice, but not that much, you know. <laughs> but uh, what a game. What a game it was. Uh, I want to start with this. Um, we didn't realize what it was at the ground, um, but they had the minute silence, which took us all by surprise. We didn't know they were going to do that. Uh, and they had the minute silence, and yeah, you could hear the odd idiot breaking it. I think, I don't know if there was any Leicester fans breaking it. There may well have been, uh, but you're always going to get that. On the whole, it was observed very, very well until one Southampton fan uh, came out and said, and I, and I don't know, it'd be interesting to get Brad's take on this, because... We didn't really hear what was said because I wasn't that close to the away fans. Um, oh, Brad's gone. Uh, we weren't that close to the away fans. But uh, when we had the minute silence and they were talking about the, the dreadful floods and people dying, uh, he did make some reference allegedly to the um, uh, our chairman, Vichai, as was uh, passing away. Uh, which is obviously still very raw, especially with the news just coming out that um, uh, you know regarding regarding the crash findings. Um, we think that's we you know that was what we said. We, we were getting messages. Uh, well, I wasn't because I couldn't get a signal. But uh, Simon, who I was with, was getting messages from people back home who said they were could hear on the phone that um, that's you know. Or on the telly, they heard and were sending him messages on the phone saying that that was what was uh, what was being said. Uh, so I just want to um, 
put this up because I think this is important. And this has come from, uh, and, and Brad will, will know this gentleman as well. He did the preview show with us uh, the other night for Southampton. And he actually sent me a voice message this morning and big up to the guy. And he's put this out on his own, uh, his own Twitter. Um, embarrassed to hear the fan uh, join the minute silence, shout to the Leicester City fans, very disrespectful comments about their owner who sadly passed away in a helicopter crash, what is wrong with these people and you'll also know Jack who has been a regular in the past on this show neither of them were, were free with it being Saturday afternoon to come on, uh, but he also um, sent me a message saying really sorry mate you, you know, it's kids um, and the police came in, and the thing that annoys me is that the police all queued up between the, you know, lined up between the two sets of fans, but they were watching us. Now, we weren't causing any trouble, and had that not been said, probably it would have just been banter. How did it come over on the telly, Brad? Um, it was a strange one, because, first of all, I we had no... well. I had no idea why why there was a minute silence. It was a bit out there, and obviously, once I, we got to see the the um, the video that was playing, I kind of understood why the minute silence was. But the, I guess, rightly, in a way, Sky didn't bring it up. Maybe they didn't exactly know what what what, what it was that was causing it. Um, but um, yeah, it's just. I don't understand it. It's like any disaster in football. It, it, it should be mourned. It should never be mocked. And it's horrible to know that a few people spoiled it because I've, for, for obvious reasons, I've watched several highlights um, of the game to watch it over and over again. And, and, and there was a few Southampton vloggers that pointed it out. So it was just very sad to see it. And, and you know, I, I just want to say thanks to those Southampton fans that have come out and said, look, that was completely disrespectful. They don't represent our club. Um, that that is a, a minority, not a majority, that that did it, and it's it's just a shame to see such things in football. Really, uh, it should it should have no place in it, but uh, it now that now kind of makes more sense to what I saw um, when they kept panning to the crowd, which was the police kind of segregating either side of them, which I I kind of get, I kind of get why they had to be either side. I know it's. It's not really fair that it's the way and aren't causing trouble, but it's protection for both sort of thing. And it kind of shows why when Vardy got us off that flying start, that they mm. were so antsy about it. And 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 I think even one of the Southampton vloggers that I watched said, you know what, fair play to them. After what happened during that minute of silence, fair play to them. They, they deserve to, to let off some steam. Uh, no yeah. wonder they're celebrating like they are. So sad to hear it, but, you know, Martin, absolute gem, putting that out. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. a good fan. Or how's how's the Echo now? Is it any better? Better, by the way, or do you want me to? It is. Yeah, I've it? got no Echo at all now. So, Beautiful. Um, echo, 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 Echo. <laughs> echo. Um, but yes, it, it was. Uh, and unfortunately, and I'll come on to it later, but it did mean that I missed the first goal. But it was just absolutely. Oh, QPR have just gone one 0 up against Sunderland. Yeah. Um, just that. <laughs> I just last time I went, which was full enough, was the nine nil. Um, I was very, very close to the away fans. With these tickets, I, I was more behind the goal, almost, if you like. It's great position, great position to be. Um, but it created, it did create a bit of an atmosphere between us, and an atmosphere we didn't want. 
I think us scoring so early on kind of was almost like to you, you know what I mean? It, it was like, uh, that will show you sort of thing. Uh, and like you say, the fans saying that it, it was deserved. But um, overall, I've got to say the atmosphere was absolutely fantastic. I mean, from a neutral's point of view, I never felt comfy. Even at 3-1 up, we were saying we need a fourth. Um, and it was almost watching it, it was almost like, well, our defence is better than your defence. And that was like the main difference. Yeah, it was in a weird way because I would I would say that Leicester dominated 70, 75 minutes of that game, but it just felt that what we what we've become a little bit typically accustomed to with Leicester at the moment is when the score was two nil and when it was three one, you know, Southampton had their best chances during that period when you know, when it was two when it was that time to get themselves right back in the game and and you know, anything you can do, we can do just as worse. And, and and Southampton looked like a side that for the majority of the game didn't really know what they were doing. They didn't really know. They were too cautious to stick to their own game plan and not get rid of it. Uh, at times, it cost them uh, a couple of goals in doing so by keeping mm. hold of the ball. And I think, I don't think the scoreline flattered us. I, I really don't. I think we deserve no, to win, no, but you couldn't help but get that. Mm. Yeah, you could not help but get that feeling that maybe it was because it that they're rivals for promotion. They're expected to do well this season. They're expected to be up there with us, pushing for that automatic and, and playoff area. But you just felt like, right, if we're going to make a statement, we need to make sure we keep them at arm's length because if they get mm. a goal back... We didn't. What we didn't want to see after what was a great sixty odd minutes. What we didn't want to see was Southampton get the next goal and then suddenly Leicester are under the cosh for twenty minutes because, yeah. it, it, you know, they're at home. But one thing that did surprise me, by and I may, maybe it was because the fourth goal went in there. But sixty minutes, St Mary's went from being fractionally mm. close to full to three quarters full. To under half full in the space of four minutes, it was it yes. was very strange to see. I don't know. I, I haven't actually loaded it up, but I'm just going. Oh no dear, Danny Welbeck's haunting Manchester United. Uh, losing to Brighton. Sorry, just for a point. Yeah, what, what a shame. Oh dear, <laughs> um, happened to a nicer team. Yeah, I'm just seeing here <coughs> if I can just get this up for you because I did take this picture at four one. Um, Let's just have a look. There we go. Yeah, that, 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 that's the picture there, which was a very empty cop. Uh, oh, they have got a bit like the King Power. They've probably got more than one cop, in fairness. But that's, as you can see, I'm in the Leicester fan there. So that corner, they were they were leaving in their droves at 4-1. Uh, I yeah. mean, you know, the, 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 the voices, the singing of like, um, you know, goodbye, goodbye sort of thing was, was very yeah. loud. I mean, we'd, we'd got some absolutely... I mean, uh, at 4-1, literally, apart from singing Ole every time we, the ball was passed, and, and I felt sorry for the... He might have been Indeedy that lost it at the end, um, but you don't want to be the player that loses the ball when all your fans are going, way, way, every time you pass it. But the, the fantastic was, it was a great atmosphere, it really was. The fantastic thing was, is that... We, we were singing, we've got the ball, we've got the ball. 
and then it was so quiet from the Southampton fans that when we lost the ball, we were singing, we've lost the ball, we've lost the ball, we've lost the ball. Back to, we've won the ball, we've won the ball. And it was just us that were singing it all for about 10 minutes. It was, I don't again, you probably didn't come over very well on the TV, but it was like, oh, the atmosphere was brilliant. And again, there was an idiot towards the end at 4-1 that was having a go that... Um, you know, was threatening to sort of climb over the partition in covers and flair, uh, but he, you know, he was too scared to. Uh, I just feel the beating Rotherham, I don't know if I said that as well. Um, but yeah, uh, the actual because we don't, there's nothing between the fans, you know, there's no history between us. Uh, you're very dark. No. Oh, there you go, you're light now. Um, but yeah, it, it was, uh, the atmosphere was amazing. But yeah, the first goal, it was literally like, what the fuck's happened? Because it was so early, but I want to just go on first of all. We were quite surprised at the team. Um, I'm going to show you the table because the table won't be like this for much longer, unfortunately. But we're back at top of the table um, as we sang again last night. And, you know, we are going straight back up, playing football the Enzo way. Um, overall, for the match... I was with I was with my mate and he he was not happy with the play the way we were playing it at the back because we did lose the ball a couple of times and it was reminiscent and I said this it was a bit reminiscent of the Roger Rogers era but we seem to have a purpose. Yeah, we do. We we have a purpose and, and the amount of breakaways we created last night. I think fans need to remember. Like I know how bad last season was, but forget it. This is this isn't this isn't football that we saw Enzo playing. This is Enzo ball, you know. And you can't be perfect all the time. And I don't want it. What I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear, is oh well, tougher opposition. They're taking the chances. Well, Southampton, you can't get much tougher than that in terms of teams that are going to be former Premier League sides last season. Joint favourites to so, go up with us, in fact. Yeah, favourites for us to go up and. You, you, you know, you can't be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. And you're going to make mistakes whether you play it out of the back. You're going to make mistakes if a certain goalkeeper sends it 70 yards over the top of you and you completely miss the ball. Certain Doyle. Um, you know, it, it happens. It's part of football. The mm. ones that matter the most is what you do when you win that ball. Because I understand the frustrations. It's not terribly liking that we pass it around the back. But when it works, and it worked very well last night, and I, I just want to talk about the clinicalness of Leicester. I know I've mentioned it before, but this was the first time we played an opposition. And, and technically, and I know you, this, this will really tell why I don't particularly like stats, because they completely mismatched the game. We actually finished that game with less shots than Southampton mm. yeah. and the same on target. So it just shows you where our clinicalness is, because where we were able to overturn the ball, mm. we were already on the press. By the time, by the time, whether it was Dewsbury Hall, Winks, or indeed he won the ball, he had two options in front of him, two options next to him, and two options behind him. Whereas when Southampton seemed to do it, they had to put the foot on the ball because they realised that Leicester had eight men behind the ball, nine men behind the ball, and 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 that was the clearest difference between the two sides. So yeah, we gave the ball away. Yes, it helped us concede a goal. But it only happened one or two times, yeah. and the recovery rate of the players is is, is what. We have that to well. get used to this is the way that Enzo wants to play and this is the way that 90% of the teams in the top two divisions are going to be playing. You know, it's not just us that are playing it out from the back. 
everybody else is playing it out from the back as well. So we have to get used to it. Oh, QPR have lost a player. Um, so, yeah, we have to get used to it. But at least, yeah, we're going to give it away, like you say. But I don't think as much as we did under Rodgers. Jeff, and good afternoon to Jeff, says um, uh, a good result, but promotion is not one in the first 10 games achieved. I don't think it's achieved in the last 10 games. It's achieved in in 38 games throughout the whole season. Or 46. 46 as it is this season. Although next season it'll be back to that as anyway. But uh, oh so, yeah, you know. And yet Highfields, I totally and absolutely loved it. It was a great, was a great, uh, great, uh, great night out. Um, but let's just have a look at the team. I mean, surprised when we heard the team news coming through because Vardy and he played ninety minutes, but that wasn't the biggest surprise. I've got to be honest with you because you know we kind of expected. Players that had been away and only just coming back, not necessarily starting the game. Now, Vardy, I've got to say, he played 90 minutes. He should have had a hat-trick, and we'll come on to that later. Uh, But Justin was back. Uh, Any surprises for you in there? Um, Not particularly, because whilst maybe you may have expected Connor Cody to come into the side. I think it's credit to Vestergaard how he's played throughout the season. But there, I, I said it. He, played, he was contender for man of the match. You'll be happy to know for, for a lot of people in that one. Okay. Yeah. I knew you'd time it. I knew he'd time it, folks. He'd have it up. But he deserved to keep his place in the starting lineup. You know, you don't just walk yeah. into the scene because you're fit, unlike uh, a certain manager used to that with his favourites, you know, he kept his place. Yeah. My only my only surprise, and, and I had the team going across the, the, the bottom in the lineup was Justin and Ricardo. They weren't Justin wasn't on the left and Ricardo no. on the right. They, they they swapped over. That that was a bit of a surprise, but it worked really well because you know when, when that space was available for either one of them, they were able to cut inside and do the role that was being asked of them. See, and... I, I will. This is where I will argue with you now because this is one of the things I was going to say. To me, it didn't work, and to, to a lot of the fans that were there, it didn't work. Justin was being roasted alive by the player down that side from Southampton. I think it was their goal scorer, in fact, that, that was on the wing. He was being absolutely roasted alive. I expected him oh. to come off after at half time because of that. Um, why he did that, I don't know, because I know Justin can play on either side, but Ricardo he was he was he, he just he, he he offered nothing. And I'm not saying he had a bad game because you come you just come to the this joint joint favourites to go up and you come away from their ground with a four one win. Nobody had a particularly bad game. But he wasn't he wasn't as lethal as he was on the other side. So it was a completely weird choice for us. Uh, watching it, and like I say, um, Justin was getting roasted. Now, we allow, we know, I was sort of saying, Well, come on, this is his first game back after how long, and etc. He's got you know, he's not actually had much match practice, in fairness, so maybe it was a, was a little bit ring rusty, but that was a weird decision, and I don't think it was one that particularly worked well. Well, well, we are going to have our first uh, disagreement here because I, I think, first of all, yes, he wasn't fault for the goal in the sense that he got caught out of position. But 
if you look at how um, Enzo has his wing-backs operated, they're not up-and-down wing-backs. They're not what we're used to traditional wing-backs, up-and-down, up-and-down. They come inside. They're asked to come into that, that kind of defensive midfield area to, to, to back the midfield up, to, which allows um, freedom towards... Um, you know, Winks and Dewsbury Hall, or or indeed it seems, and Dewsbury Hall, should I say, to, to push on forward because they they had a they they had the support for Winks either side of him. So yeah, yes, it may look like he got um, done a lot out on that side, but I I would then ask, you know, we know the quality of JJ, we know his pace compared to Ricardo, who's who's not the slowest of figures, but he's probably being beaten in a foot race by Justin, even though he is a bit ring rusty. You have to take that into account. But the way they seem to work it is when Justin comes inside like that, when he goes on the inside and goes up to support midfielder, Doyle's job is to is to drift out wide and take that responsibility and roll for him just in case, as as you said, it happened quite a bit. In, in the early knockings of that first half, we get caught out in possession and we and we need to make sure it's covered outside. So he's whilst he could go, oh Justin, Justin's nowhere near him, he's getting beat, he's also not in a position to do that. That responsibility has been given to Doyle to slow it down whilst Justin recovers. And I, I don't want to sound harsh to him because he's had a great start to his career at Leicester, but Doyle didn't cover himself in glory last night, and mm. he's probably fortunate that a certain six foot six lamppost had a brilliant game against his former employees. Because yeah. Yeah. Justin, you have to remember, made an absolute show at a blockbuster block to stop an easy tap into the empty net. I think it was it still one nil at that point. I mean, his block put it out of the corner. No, he but... did. Don't get me wrong. And the funny thing was, when he made that save, he was more on the left side. Than he was on the Yeah, road. admittedly, he was yeah. on a better so, side. It, yeah. may, it may be something that's more comfortable for him to go back on that left side, but I, I understand I, I, his I'm role. I'm surprised. And like I say, I'm, I, I was prepared to give him the benefit of the doubt because um, ring rustiness, if you like. But it does seem, I, 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 to me, I wouldn't like to see him start there regularly if Ricardo is available because I think. You know, I've praised I've praised Enzo, saying, "Look, you know, this is why, um, um, you know, the six foot Dane is doing, you know, well because it's square pegs in square holes." Um, oh. And then suddenly he he does that, and it's hmm, I, I just I, I, it just didn't sit with me. And the number of times, not just me, but a couple of fans around me kept he was getting skinned. By that player, and I wasn't say he wasn't out of position. It was a one to one, and mm. he was being left standing. Yeah, but again, I, I I would I would go back to what you just said there about ring rust, and he's not played competitively. I know he had a few minutes in a Carabao Cup appearance, but he's not really played. He's coming back from a from a very grueling a long term injury, and but then wouldn't you say put him back into the position that he's he's favours. <laughs> Yeah, more. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, naturally, it does sound like the obvious thing to say, but we've learned from anything from Enzo. He doesn't do things that are always quite that obvious to us as fans. And, it's, and look, when it's working, and, and we kind of, you may argue a little bit, get away with it with some of the chances Southampton created. It works and it's fine, and it's something that maybe Enzo just looked at how they were going to line up and went right. Block him out the game, Ricardo. You've played more minutes. I know you can do more time. I know you've got 
no ring rush, you, you, you match fit. We need to make sure we close them off and force them down one side. And to be fair, if that was how he was planning to counter-attack any Southampton attack, it, it worked well because I barely remember Ricardo having any trouble on his side of the field. Or maybe he felt a little bit leggy Justin wasn't doing it. But should you be risking a player playing yeah. in, in a game of such calibre, playing on the opposite side? But it, it, did, it didn't affect the game in the end. You know, no, it, no, we won it, the game. But maybe it's something we're kind of going, thankfully it didn't, if you know what yeah. I mean. I don't, I don't um, see where you're coming from. say Preston are 2-0 up an hour against Plymouth, so it looks like Preston are going to be going back to the top of the league. Um, yeah, I didn't like him anyway. Who's he playing <laughs> again? Didn't like Plymouth anyway. Shit team, no, no, shit no, past us. Never did, never did. Uh, LCFC's in. Hello, mate. How you doing? Uh, the interesting thing that you were saying there, we noticed this a lot, was that all of our attacks... Well, not say all of them. That would be unfair. Um, 75, 80% of our attacks were going down the left-hand side. And the thing was, the same was being said about them. It was almost like they knew they were targeting Justin because they could yeah. see that there was that problem. All right, I mean, we had the advantage of that we scored that very, very, very early goal. Um and obviously that does put you at your ease. Although I did think I was going to have 90 minutes of biting me nails, you know. <laughs> but mm. it, it, it was all good. We, we didn't offer much of a threat down that left-hand side. Uh, you mean the right side. But yeah, I think that's a bit interchangeable because McAteer... No, we were... Oh, sorry, I didn't. I, I forgot what I exactly said now. So, But we... We weren't using much on that right side. You're right. Yes, I meant right. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you meant, Chris. Don't worry. It's not. It's not easy being the host. I, I know your struggles, mate. Don't worry. Muting yourself and all this rubbish. It all happens. <laughs> but yeah, um, as West Ham have got one up against Man City, that's a lovely sight to see. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's actually a plan though from Leicester. I, I, I don't. I, I think maybe because. Again, Ricardo's on the other was on the left side. Maybe maybe that was a thing he wanted, um, because he, Ricardo we know likes to drive forward. And I know Justin likes to drive forward, but you take into account again long term recovery, injury, first time giving him a start in a in 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 a league match. Shall I say no? I'll integrate term. So maybe he thought the best way to get the ball and service forward, driving forward. I need I need my my most match fit players to do it. Um, and that's why he put Ricardo there. And, and the thing is as well, McAteer is a winger like you've never seen before. Uh, you maybe say you've never seen before. I certainly haven't seen it from a lesser perspective before because he wasn't really hugging the touchline like we're used to. You know, we, we're used to a Mares hugging the touchline and then driving in. He comes into the middle. He drives through the centre. I mean, you see, I know we'll talk about it in a second, obviously, but his goal, it wasn't like he drove him from the right. He came through the middle to, to, to latch onto that pass. And I think that's brilliant because what you try and do as a defensive unit when you've got two wingers coming at you is you try and spread it. So you have maybe one player go to each winger to man mark them. And then that allows your midfield and defence to concentrate on those getting in the box. When you've got a winger coming at you through the middle and adding an extra body to the middle, you, you're looking at your team like, guys, oh god so and so is doing an overlap but I've been told to mark their winger and the winger's coming inside what do we do and it causes chaos and it, it did for the goal Chris and and, and that's what I love to see I, I, and I think it's a way around the problem that Leicester had 
which I mentioned a lot last season, which was we were becoming obvious FC by always going down the left. I think Enzo has found a way, and by the sounds of things, by the looks of things, the way he's playing this season, he's found a player that allows him to go, right, we're going to do something different with you. You're not going to be a natural out-and-out winger. I'm going to have you integrating between the midfield and, and being an option out wide. And I'm loving it, Chris, from what I'm seeing. I mean, McAteer scored three goals this season. Who had that? Who would have told me that at the start of the season when I believed you? It's, it's good I to mean, see. I, 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 we will go through the goals individually uh, in a bit. But I, I said when, when McAteer... Because the problem was it was that noisy and the goals, in fairness, were up the other end. Now, I've, I've got, you know, the eyesight of Mr Magoo. So I you had to get binoculars out, didn't you, Chris? You were yeah. like that. But you couldn't hear, and they're just saying here. Uh, could say hi to to Scott. Scott says Chris would have thought you'd have lost your voice last night. I would have thought I would as well because literally, what I've got to say this: the away fans, my God! Like I said later in the later in the game, we were singing for both sets of fans because they were just so. Quiet. I mean, all right. They 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 came to life when they scored. That's natural, I guess. But you know, we were just making so much noise. Uh, and yes, I did have a box of no, I didn't have a box of trepsels really. LCFC. Um, but yeah, the 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 the, the whole the way fans were absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, really, yeah, well. yeah. The noise was just. There's nothing like being there, and you do see yeah. a different side to the game. Um, you do, you really do. But we've got to get used to, I think, I can't remember when we really actually played like Enzo wants us. I mean, you know, one of the chances, one of the chances we are going straight back up playing football the Enzo way. And that kind of is, yeah, because, and we've, it's something that we've not really seen before. And, you know, the players are interchanging their roles. You know, they're not going to be where we expect them to be. Um, and, you know, we are going to look at some of these team sheets and go, well, what? Because we've got this, we've got Norwich on um, Wednesday. Wednesday. We've got Bristol City at the weekend. I mean, the match is coming thick and fast in this division. So, and it looks now, and I've said this before, you know, when we've, we've put out a B team, and no disrespect when I say that, but if we're playing like the yeah, team, yeah. a Newport in the Cup, we put a B team out, and we've always said, um, like, oh, God, you know, B team. But our B team, I mean, when you look at the bench that we've got there, I mean, it is absolutely. I mean, most most teams would love this as their, their starting lineup. Uh, let me just, bring, let me just go, through, go through the subs. Um, I mean, it, it was... Stole chicken goal, uh, but Faze, Cody, Chowdhury, Kashidi, Yunus, Fatawa, Inacho, Daka. I mean, bloody hell, you know, that's the first team on its own. I, I mean, if, you, if you're saying that the and we still haven't seen a fully settled starting 11, I don't think we will see. I think we'll we'll definitely get players that will play the majority of the season, no doubt. It's you know, Doyle, it looks like one of them, Hamadson in goal, and, and, and a few other names we'll, we'll probably say are going to play the majority of the season. But if you were to take the steady eddies of this team then and, and say they're going to take this league by storm and win it, you would look at that bench and go. Well, give them a few more plays, and they'd probably be challenging for second, you know, for first and second plays because, like you said, the quality we actually have on the bench. 
um, maybe that's where you're seeing the 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 the, the links towards saying you know, with the Man City of the Championship, because you look, you know, how 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 have we been saying over the few years, um, Chris, that, you know, when we've had certain benches, we've looked at it and gone, oh, that's where the quality's shown. So Liverpool could put on bloody Suarez or whoever they had at that time. You know what I mean? They, they had that on the bench and Leicester were having bloody Conrad Logan on the bench, which is the greatest respect for him. wasn't a great choice to, to have. Mm. Whereas Leicester now, I mean... I saw the Southampton substitutes come on. I didn't recognise any of them. No. Um, and you looked at Leicester bench, and I think if you're an away supporter, or an opposition fan at least, and you're seeing the Leicester bench, you're going, for God's sake, we can't let these get a lead because if they're in front, look what they can put on. You know, it's yeah. it's good to see. And it's, it's, yeah. um, it's definitely something... Man equalised against Brighton, so... Yeah, I just saw. I just saw that. Although a, a, a man that Southampton dearly missed last night, uh, obviously he moved to West Ham. Has typically been the goal scorer in that game. He has scored. I bet it was a free kick. Chris Ward Prowse can score for West Ham. Probably, probably. Um, Jeff just has said my wife has got mine. Just got uh, got up and opened a bottle of beer for me. She loves my needs. But the L mate, well, she a slave. Beer miner now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all right for some minute. Morning, Ida. How are you doing? Uh, and LCFC, I'm opening the packet of walkers in honour of the foxes. Uh, he does actually say, um, why was St Mary's so empty? It wasn't. I've got to say, at the start of the game, it was packed. Uh, the odd seat. Oh, here, it didn't look it on the sky cameras, mate. I'll tell you that much. There were some big square blocks of empty red seats from the start. I didn't really see it from the start, but you've got to remember it's a Friday night and it is. Yeah, and you, you, to be fair, season. you're. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I'm seeing it a different. Certainly by the end of the game, after the fourth goal, where <laughs> you could have counted them. <laughs> uh, we were, we were just, they were just leaving in the droves. Yeah. It was, it was funny to watch, but. Uh, and Scott yeah. says here LCFC can only imagine due to having some woeful defending on Southampton's part, especially considering. Uh, how many goals they've conceded this season already? I'm not sure what you mean there. Do you know what he means there? Um, I don't know what he means at the start, but Southampton mm. are, are definitely top of, of one league this season. And it is the fact that they've conceded 16 goals, which is the most by any team at this stage of the season. They are, they've conceded 16 goals. And look... I know how it started. We were maybe hoping for another nine nil, but what I just want to make an ad here: when the when the when the number nine is involved, Leicester are not far behind. And even though Leicester didn't recreate history with mm. um, scoring nine, Leicester City, when Mavadidi made it four one, that meant that in two games, Southampton had conceded nine goals. Yeah, two games they had a lot. Thanks to the help of Leicester City in two games. Still, when they play Leicester, nine goals had been conceded. It was over two games, but they have managed to keep managed that to little know, yes, niche yeah. well, going. We didn't really want the fifth then, did we? Because it would have broken that. <laughs> yeah, it's why I texted in Nacho. So I spoon it over the bar, mate, at the end. Yeah. He said, all right, then. Uh, oh, no, it should just go on one nil up at Stoke. Um, oh, no, no one cares. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there was some woeful defending. Uh, Chris apparently said it. Apparently, after the minute silence at the start of the game, there was something... Yeah, no, we did, we covered that earlier, Scott. Um, yeah, you're quite right on that one. Um, uh, um, 
Southampton's defending was woeful. They have, I think, at the start of the well before the three o'clock kickoffs, they were the only team in the top half of the table that was on a minus goal difference. Um, yeah, and I'm still going to say this. I mean, yes, I mean, we weren't we weren't playing a particularly bad Southampton team. You know, at times I was worried. They played at times quite well. Um, if you were a neutral watching that game. You'd have been really excited, I think, because it was end to end at the start. Yeah, it was, and, and even I said during the watch along, you know, I had, to, I had to, I have to admit, Chris, when I did the watch along, right, I had, to, I had to calm people down because they were saying we want you to stay, Brad. Who the fucking hell is Chris? They were shouting, they were chanting my name all through. I didn't want to embarrass you and bring a little, but that's what I was saying. Anyway, I was saying that even though we were two 0 up very early on, there. Yeah. Okay, mate. Just don't push your luck here. <laughs> Push, 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 push. No, no, no. But um, all oh, the man new goal didn't count. We just got ruled out. Wait, cheer that on. Anyway, um, but um, yeah, um, you know, I was saying that Southampton had the chances. We, you know, it's two 0 It's a dangerous score line. Curse of the commentator. Uh, they scored, and uh, you know, you know me, Chris. We try and be as honest as we can in these moments. I know you tend to flip tables and chairs and. And, and, and turn into the incredible Hulk when, when Leicester conceded goals. But they deserved it at that point. They'd got themselves back into the game. They hadn't, they, you know, they, they'd got over the fear of another 9-0 collapse coming and, and they got themselves a foothold in 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 the game. And, you know, the, the thing was, is every time they seemed to get try to get a grip of the game, they realised they'd put, you know, they, they realised they'd put the wrong grip. They hadn't put any baby powder on the hands to grip hold of the game with and, and stay on it. They put they put loops and they were slipping down it because at, just as they did at the start of the half, they switched off at the end of the half and two one, Leicester would have deserved to be in front, but then mm. Leicester show why you don't switch off even when there's only thirty seconds to no. goal to and go, should I say. It's usually Leicester that concede, isn't it, at that particular point in the yes. game. Yes, yes it know. is. It was nice for it to be the other end. Um and uh, uh, LCFC, if you just go back to the start of the show, um, you'll you'll be able to see because we did we did discuss it. But I'm not going to give it any more airtime. Uh, what we said, but look, uh, oh, it's half time already. Good God! Um, but yeah, I've got to say, I don't think we'll necessarily get any tougher competition than that uh, because they are a good side. But we we have been saying for a while that someone is going to get a whipping off us. Now, that wasn't a whipping, in fairness, but it was the next stage to a whipping. It, it, it was it was like a practice for, for giving out a, a, a whipping whip, because... Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and and to be honest with you, once we knocked the stuffing out of them completely with the fourth goal, it was a training exercise. You know, I, yeah. Um, yeah, and was, people yeah. were... So, yeah, people were saying, "Oh, I'm looking forward to Norwich. And I said, I am, and I, and I, I am in for, for more than one reason. A, I'm, you know, looking forward to it because we're on the... You know, we're on a bounce from a big win, but I'm also looking forward to it because obviously I hope Leicester win the game, but I'm hoping we get a bit more of, of a competitive game from 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 Norwich because after that, you may maybe even argue after the third goal, Leicester to complete in control. I know Southampton came out and, and actually held on to the ball a bit better in the second half, but they didn't really do anything with it. And that was the biggest critique I found, uh, criticism I, I found from Southampton fans is it was like, 3-1, it's all well and good passing the ball around the edge of the box, but you're 3-1 down chasing the game. What, 
we didn't really do anything with it. I, I know they missed a glorious chance at 3-1 to make it 3-2 and that might have changed it, but you know, I think it was a couple mm. of minutes later Leicester put the game to bed. And, I mean, I mean yeah, Vardy come out and said everything came off and it was. It was one of those games where we, it was everything was happening. Everything was going right for us and how often have we had games, especially last season, when nothing went right for us, you know, but... Yeah, but exactly. We, we take it and we've got, in fairness, because I mean, when you look at our sort of upcoming games. We've got Norwich on Wednesday, um, which won't be easy. Uh, we've then got Bristol City, which, hmm, either way. Then Liverpool, obviously, in the Cup, Blackburn, and then Preston. So the, there's a tough run of games coming up. So we're going to be going into those with, with, with the confidence. But let, let's go Let's go through the goals. And I'm going to sort of watch them and talk through them as we do. After, after a minute... We were still we were still having to go at the Southampton fan who had been a dickhead at the start. So we didn't really sort of see it and turn round and everybody was starting starting to cheer. I mean, just looking at it here, it was it was a Southampton kickoff. They played it back, um, two or three players. It went back to the goalkeeper. Uh, the goalkeeper played it out to uh, his right side. Then that player gave it away, and it was just—I mean, there was just—I mean, it was just a lovely one-two. And it's yeah. a, it, when he played it back, he—he he, he had a couple of options, but he, he wasn't just playing it across the the pass. I think it was Mavadidi, wasn't it, that that, that yeah. set it up? He, but he pulled it back to Vardy. Yeah, he did, and you know, think if we've been critical at any point. No, Hello? can you hear me? Jack yeah, I can. Yeah, I think yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Must have froze your end because I was. Yeah, I was. I was wondering why you was interrupting when I was talking. I was like, I'm not frozen. What's going on? Is he? Is he deaf? Is he gone? <laughs> no, no. But he just shows you how well Leicester were, and I think if we've been if we've been critical of anything about Enzo Ball uh, this season, and he he reared its ugly head after the inevitable defeat we had against against Hull. It was were a little bit one dimensional. Well, if there's anything you mm. take from the Southampton game, we were three dimensional, four dimensional. You what? You're interrupting me when I'm talking, mate. I can't hear either what you're saying. He, either that or he's playing statues. I'm not sure what he's up to. I'm not frozen at my end, mate. So I'm just going to keep talking because I don't know if it's streaming or not. So apologies if you can't hear me but it's working fine my end um, in the chat is bad is bad freezing for you so just so we know we, 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 what yeah because it's, a, it's confusing yeah. um I'll, I'll i'll talk naturally and if you say i'm freezing and i freeze i'll, I'll happily repeat yeah. myself but um yeah i mean they're got their kickoff and less depressed we forced mm. a mistake and we get we get a goal it was it was great to see and i know i know you says you're going to cause a a, a second fight um, um, when we come to talking about ratings and a man of the matches, but the man, the man showed his class in the game for me today. Very, you know, it was hard to pick one, but he was a very standout. Um, Brad's not a robot, is what I'm seeing. So uh, I don't know. We'll we, we, we'll see. Hopefully, everybody's getting the same quality. But yeah, it was a great start, and it was exactly what we needed, wasn't it? Because you know, two teams that had just suffered a defeat before the international break. You want to yeah. get the initiative early in 21 seconds. It's a bit so solid crew, as they used to be called, didn't they? So the it was a great start. The, uh, the, the, the Preston goal was uh, earlier, whether that beat it or not. Um, but yeah, and, and we did say, did we not, 
the thing that was, was going to um we we're gonna sort of notice about Leicester is how we reacted to that to that loss against Hull. Yeah, uh, the questions were always gonna get raised. Some of some some of the moaning myrtles of, of footballing world were, were rubbing their hands to see Leicester probably going go on like a, a, a losing run or or a, a winless run of some of some kind. But thankfully that isn't the case. We've bounced straight back in in and in emphatic style, I must say. And and that just proves it as well because, you know, he answered a lot of critics there. Oh, we didn't sh- we, we had lots of shots but not a lot on target. Well we had fifteen shots and eight on target last night. Oh well we only played one dimensional football. Well we counterattacked for one goal, we counterattacked for three or four chances, and we had slow patient build up play. Uh Chris is cheering something, so something's gone well for him. Preston's goal has been timed at twenty five seconds. So it was Oh well there you go. Jamie Vardy's still the Chris. Slower than Jamie Vardy's. There you go. If you're gonna copy us, do it better, you know. I know, I know, right. At least at least try and beat us. But no, I mean there's one thing I, I actually didn't really notice because we didn't actually do it too much. It was very fast paced but intricate passing. Mm. But I believe it was the third goal on the stroke of half time. And you remember there was only three minutes and, and it, it was about a minute and a half the video. So we was coming up to the second minute of of injury time. We re- you know the referee likes to have a little whistle blow a little bit early sometimes when that happens in, in injury yeah. time. And I think it was Matt Piper who shared the original post of it. But we had 33 passes for that Indeedy goal. Yeah. So we got a combination last night of I think everything we're going to start to see more regularly from this side with Enzo uh, at the helm because, you know, it was quick flowing counter attacking yeah. we saw that with the, the fourth goal i said in the uh at the match there um i mean it was like watching brazil at times last night it, well you yeah know. I, I, yeah wilfred indeed has changed his name to prime ronaldinho i know i know i mean there was some rumors that Tur- the turkish window was only shut yesterday uh or or it might have been an old post I saw, but anyway, uh, the second goal, yeah, I mean, Didi is a, is a completely different player. There's a couple of those now, but that was that was the first goal, and Vardy saying like, you know, I'm, I'm here now. The second goal um, coming forward again. I mean, it was just a through ball. I mean, McAteer, absolutely. Who was picking him up? <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't moan, but it was a lovely ball through. Was it Kieran Dewsbury Hall? I think played it through, and. McAteer, he just had. Oh, his reading of that is. Uh, I mean, who, who, Morris, who? I know, right? It, it's unbelievable. And again, that that kind of caters back to what I said earlier about McAteer. He he doesn't seem like a an out and out up and down the channels winger. He's very much a, a, a an inverted forward, an inverted winger, whatever these new fancy terms are for them. That maybe some people recognize or or don't it's it's something i'm still learning um in terms of tactics but um given that option to just drift into the midfield going unnoticed because you do sometimes you get complacent in football and if you're if you're a a left back you're thinking oh he's 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 not past me so i know he's still on the right hand side and all of a sudden he's running in front of you you're thinking why isn't he where he's supposed to be it creates the chaos and uh, you know what it was a magnificent it was a fantastic pinpoint through ball from Dewsbury Hall. He puts it straight in between 
the two Southampton players in front, in between him and and McAteer. And it wasn't just a ball into an area, Chris. It landed inch perfectly for McAteer because he didn't have to slow. He didn't have to like get the ball under, under control and get it out from his feet. He 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 latched onto the ball and took it first time. And, and, and again, if you, if you're asking me, which you know McAteer, the youngster. Uh, oh, 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 the second half started. I just thought that was a goal, but it's not. It's Ipswich that are winning. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, score three goals this season. I'd have gone three goals. He'd be lucky if he gets three games this season. But yeah. he's doing fantastically well. And, and again, I know we've had the, we've got these low knees in, but they, they're going to have to work really hard to, to, to get the likes of McAteer out. I've got to say good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day to Ant. Um, um who uh, says he's sorting his problems out, so that's good to see. He's on the train at the moment, his aunt, so hopefully, mate, you've still been able to use your young person's rail card because you are four foot nothing, so you can pass the you can pass with that, can't you? Um, he still gets a children's bus ticket. Exactly, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it, and it was... Uh, he, he basically put the ball into the danger zone. And that's yeah. all you can ask players to do. And then, you know, you put the ball into the danger zone and hope that somebody's going to be on the end of it. And McAteer read it perfectly. You know, we've gone from having nobody out on that right-hand side to having, like, you know, probably half a team out there now. But again, we've got so many... Um, so many... Uh... <laughs> Just because you're jealous, says Ant. I am, mate. I am. Um, but... Um... You're a senior citizen. Your travel's free, isn't it? Not quite yet, mate. Not quite yet. So I've got <laughs> out I go, folks. Out I go. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait, great. I can't wait. I'll sell my car and use the bus because we're free everywhere down here. Um, but yeah, it, it uh, we we have got a bit left room of, of players now uh, on in that position. So there's going to be, as I say, so many games. We're going to have to get used to all, sort of all the changes. But then um, they got one back. Which, I have to be honest with you, I stood there and I turned around to my mate and I went, I almost saw that coming. You could tell, you know, Southampton, although they were 2-0 down, they were on the ball a lot. I will argue about the fact I do think that this guy was causing Justin problems down uh, down on our right-hand side. Uh, as, as I think it was, um, I'm not sure, well, somebody said earlier about our goalkeeper making some good saves. He had to. Uh, a lot of the time because he, he he had been left exposed, but look, it's still a it's still a work in progress. You know, we are only what five games into the into the you know championship, uh, or is it five or six we've played now in in this in the There's league? Six games now we've six played in the league. So, you know, they are still trying to get used to each other, but just looking at looking at their goal, and I've got to say, oh look at that, the Southampton fans looking happy. They, they had they had their minute, didn't they? Uh, but just looking at it back here, uh, I mean, it was a long ball from their goalkeeper. It goes up. It's headed back down behind. It should have been cleared. Um, a bit of a mix-up. I mean, Doyle was the one who looked... I mean, he, he just sort of, I think, was confused as to where the ball was. But you also had um, all rise to the great uh, Yannick Vestergaard there as well. So I think it was possibly a bit of confusion between the two of them and who was going for it. And the ball broke kindly for a, um, a player, put Southampton player, put somebody through on the on the far side, number uh, twenty three or Dizazi or whatever he's called, to obviously put it past um, 
uh, Hermanston. I don't think it was it was ever going to get that. No, it wasn't. I mean, it'd have to be quicker than the road roadrunner or Usain Bolt to have been able to get anything on that. Uh, and look, it was just one of them. At the end of the day, you're very, very rarely, if ever, you're going to see a team completely control the game from minute one to minute 90. In fact, you'd probably say the last time I saw Leicester do that, oh, well, it was a Friday night against Southampton when we won 9-0. Uh, mm. And even then, they actually created a couple of chances, even when they were down to you know, down to 10 minutes, they had a few chances. So even then, we didn't completely have it all our own way in that game, despite the scoreline. They did actually have one or two shots that Michael had to save that night. And, yeah, um, yeah again, it was in that period. And, and it was a shame because after that period, Leicester really weren't troubled at the back. And I think we kind of needed it. I think we kind of needed reminded because at one point, we, were, we weren't even... The handbrake was up and we, 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 were, we were free rolling down a hill. It was that easy for us after the second goal. It felt, you know, I genuinely felt, and a lot of other commentators, uh, the, the ones that I was listening to on, on, on Sky completely legitimately, he looks suspiciously. You know, I was watching it, I was got, and they were saying that Leicester could easily be four, five, or even six in a look at yeah. half time, the chances they had. But I think we needed that wake-up call because I think all of a sudden we felt, this is too easy. Way. And I think, you know, in a weird way, sometimes we were, you need we to keep up the we arse. In, you know, we want nine, we want nine. Uh, suddenly yeah. we equalised against QPR. Um, yeah, 45th uh, and 8th minutes added on. Jesus, yeah. what a... And, yeah, you, you could... I, I was worried because when they got their second goal... And it was it was luck. I mean, you know, there was a fair slice of luck. I mean, their keep their player didn't control it well. It came almost came off him and then fell between the two Leicester players. Cody maybe should have just gone for it. Uh, whether he got a Doing. shout, I don't know. He should have just gone for it, but he didn't. Uh, the Southampton player sneaked through and was well. Again, a lovely ball, a defence splitting ball in to be come to the end of it. But I did feel at that point. That the, the team most likely to score the uh, fourth goal, if you like, was um, Southampton. And no, I wasn't willing that because I'd predicted a 2-2 at all. But uh, I did feel for, for, for a, just a small time that it was Southampton that were looking the more likely. Yeah, they, they were in the ascendancy. And, and as I said during the, during the watch-along, you know, they deserved the goal. They deserved something for their efforts in the first half. I mean, Hamadson made some very... Um, Brilliant, uh, some crucial saves. You know, Justin cleared cleared what would have been um, a certain tap in uh, had he not got across and, and covered it. Mm. Uh, indeed, he skillfully volleyed it off Mavadidi's head to take it out for a corner, uh, which was very interesting to watch. What's been heart and mouth's moment for you watching because it was right at that end, Chris, I believe, where, where you guys yeah. were for it. So that must have been weird but funny to see. So they kind of deserved the goal. And again, I think we needed to remember and be a bit more respectful because we, were, it almost felt for that 20 minutes, we're going, oh, go on then, Southampton. You're not going to score. And then when they did, we then, that's what I mean. When Southampton went, hey, we've got a grip of the game. They looked down and realised that, you know, yeah. um, you know, the, the rope had been, uh, had been lewed up and they started to slip again because Leicester grasped back control and, it was probably needed, you know. I, it, you know, professionals, professionalism is needed in game, and sometimes you need someone to go. Ah, you're not having it all your own way. Wake up, get back on with the the, the job in hand. And 
yes, we had to be careful that we didn't, like you say, become complacent and the fact that we are 2 0. Uh, two nil up and looking like you know we, we were going to be cruising it. I mean, Ant says here it was not luck; it was poor defending. But I think it was a bit of both, as I went on to explain. Ant, you know, is you need a bit of luck for it to hit a player and come off and 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 land in a, in a, you know not at somebody else's feet. But yeah, it should have been cleared. Cody should have just put it into Rose Ed, uh, definitely. Um, Vardy was absolutely fuming. Um, for a lot of the rest of the first half uh, because he could have had a hat-trick. Uh, and I, I had a little bit of a dispute with... Uh, um, um, it is now Man City 1, West Ham 1. Yeah, uh, it is. Because we, we had a slight disagreement over Man of the Match. Um, and he, I'm going to say up front here, or you'll, you'll see who won later, but... Mavadidi was his man of the match. He couldn't put it side between two, but he went for Mavadidi. And I said no, because we, we the, the game should have been put to bed if Mavadidi hadn't been so greedy and had let, I think at least twice, he could have put Vardy in for, for the goal, like the third goal earlier than it happened. Um, Alan, Alan bit me down very, very quickly and said, yeah, but he's the sort of player we need and he scored and got an assist. And yes, he did. I've got to t- totally agree with that. two assists, actually. Yeah, two, two assists. assists. Sorry, yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, look, we won 4-1, so it doesn't really matter. But, yeah. you know, I think he ha- and he's young and he's got to learn. And, you know, they're all trying to make an impression because none of them are necessarily starting every single game. But... Mm. He does need, I think, to look at that option. That is there a player on that could get the goal? Yeah, definitely. You know what? I got the chance to watch his his interview after the match, and I've got to say, I got, I've got to congratulate him because he put his hands up and said, "You know what? Sometimes I made the wrong decision." So it's not like he's unaware that he made the wrong decision. He got a bit, as as one of my friends would say, greedy Mavadidi at times. Yeah, he had a bit of tunnel vision, but you also don't mind that because it showed that he had the confidence to make a mensurous mistake. Because look. If he dinks that in and it goes in off the post, he's a genius and it's it's a gorgeous goal and it's another one to the, the, the archives, the collection pile for him. Should he have squared to Vardy? Obviously, he should have because it was an empty net. You want to make the certain as possible to score a goal. Yes, but I have to admit, in his in his post-match interview, he, he, he straight up said, look, I made the wrong decision in a few attacks. Um, I should have probably passed. I made a few bad decisions, but I just wanted to keep going and I felt confident what I was doing. And you know what? But one thing that the bell end did that the Endo doesn't seem to do is yes, he'll go look. You know what you did. You know you should have passed it. But well done on taking your chance. Just get your head up sometimes and maybe have a look for the better options because Vardy gave him the death stare, and Madadidi recognised that death stare to go sorry, boss. You know what I mean? It was like I know Enzo, I know Enzo's the, the manager, but we all know Jamie Vardy up front is is, well, is the captain. boss. So he was captain as well, and you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, Jamie Vardy did Jamie Vardy thing. Sorry, just to quickly add, when he scored the goal, he was the first one to give him a hug and as if to go, okay, I can forgive you now because you scored. Yeah, I mean, sorry, Villa had just gone one nil down to Palace, and we do wish. Oh, Yuri must be crying into his soup. Yeah, we wish uh, Roy all the best because, of course, Roy Hodgson's not there today. He's uh, he's there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, all the best, yeah. Roy. All the yeah. best. I uh, don't, don't know what it is exactly, but I hope he's. It must be quite bad for him to miss the game. Um, yeah, no, and I obviously didn't see the post-match interviews because I was doing my twenty-six mile hike back to Steve's car. 
<laughs> and I would walk 26 miles. <laughs> yeah. I did feel like one of the proclaimers, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, so fair play to him. Fair play to him. And, you know, fair play to, to Vardy as well for going over and um, and congratulating him when he scored. We'll obviously come on to his goal in a second. But, um, you know, it, it's just these things just have to be... Uh, it's a learning curve, isn't it? It is, it is a learning yeah. curve. And let's be honest with you, we'd all probably be going absolutely mad at him if we'd lost 4-3 or 5-4. Oh, yeah. Oh, if it was nil nil and he misses it, we're going to go yeah. mad at him. But that's just the joys of football, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, suppose you. With you, we're fans, right? Sorry to yeah. talk over. We're fans. No, and no, no. If he wasn't having a go, we'd be going. Oh, for God's sake! Why doesn't he have? Why does he never have a shot? <laughs> well, it's what we moaned at yeah. Harvey Barnes. <laughs> yeah, it's what we used to moan at certain. I was just about to say it's what we used to moan at certain other wingers for not yeah. doing or yeah. seemingly not instructed to do last season and maybe the season before that even. So yeah, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like I said, if he yeah. dinks over the keeper and he scores that and he scores his other chance, nobody gives a rat's ass, do they? But when he misses it, it's kind of like, please don't bite us on the arse. I mean, yeah. yeah, you could argue with three or not, we shouldn't lose it from that position, but this is football. Strange things happen. Thankfully, he got the fourth. He made amends for it with a, may I just say, that was. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The 70-yard run he took with the ball. I mean, mm. I know Southampton committed we'll everybody forward. We'll yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought we was... Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. sorry. So we'll, we'll look at the third one. Um, and Blackburn have just gone 2-0 up at Middlesbrough. Who yeah, they have. And, and, and the Middlesbrough manager. There's a lot of fans saying that we should have given the job to him. You were one of them. You were one of them that oh, was interested was in him. No. Oh, no, was it Craig then, maybe? Maybe it was Craig. One I, of you is I was, I was the Ipswich manager. Oh, that was it, yeah, the Ipswich manager. Or yeah, the Blackburn manager. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't want either of them right now. I know I know Blackburn are winning, I know Ipswich are doing well, but I'm very happy that we've got Enzo. And no, we are. And this to... is pre obviously knowing, you know, what yeah. was going to happen, you know. But... Well, I, I mean, sorry, going to go on, Chris, go on. So, 2-1, the clock's counting down. Uh, A huge pump-up field. I mean, their goal was very much route one. So was our third goal. Um, Hermanson, from outside the area, boots the ball upfield. For change, it's nice to see a goalkeeper for Leicester actually boot the ball into the the centre of the field and not out to to his mate in the stands. Yeah. Again, again, a bit of luck for us because, you know, our striker, I'm not sure who it was there, wasn't sure where it was. It came off him and it was just, I mean, the ball. Oh, I'm sorry, wait a minute. I'm just, uh, it's the, let me just, here we go. 
No, that was that was the wrong goal. So we're on we're on the right on the left side here. They must have asked, Cuff came down the left. Oh my god. I mean Mavadidi first of all looked like he was taken out. The goalkeeper, I think, well, he slipped, one of the two. The goal the referee played on whatever, came to Indeedy, and I turned around and I went, Where did we sign him from? Who is this player? Where has he, he been? I mean, twinkle toes indeed, or what? Yeah, it is. I mean, even you know, I, I like I said, I I shared it out on on Twitter. That that goal came from thirty three passes, uh, and again, it, it shows you know it was it was another version of you know or another side to Leicester this season. What we're going to see, you know, that patient pass it around, wait for the space, and create it one. And you know what? Again, and I know I know you 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 didn't go for Mavadidi as your man of match, and you know what? It was a few contenders. So as yeah, as long as you didn't say Buddy um, Doyle or someone like that, who I thought didn't have a great game, but we're not going to argue later, with you. You'll find out later. I know. I, I might not argue with you on certain decisions, but um, Mavadiri. Brighton 2 0 up against Man United. Oh, God. Uh, well, at least Man you were falling apart, I suppose. Um, but um, what was I saying? I mean, Mavadiri as well, praise to him because he could have gone down, he could have stayed down, and he probably would have yeah. got the free kick because the referee signals advantage. And if he goes flying, to, if he goes falling to the floor, he didn't even look. For the decision, he, he he used his hands. He sprung back up. He played the ball into uh, prime prime Ronaldinho. Sorry, Wilfred and Didi, who just who sat the defender and goalkeeper down in one move, and then just rolled it into 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 an empty net. And it was, I mean, Mavadidi and Ndidi and Mavadidi and Ndidi is going to be a mouthful to say that he's watching on the link. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> people were turning to me and going like. What the hell is indeed he doing in that position? I mean, he's on the left hand side, but he's in the he's in the box, and I'm just looking ac- across there. <coughs> I can't see who the player is on the on the on the left hand side. But you've got Indeedy, Vardy, and McIntyre. They're three of the four players we've got in the box. Um, it's is awful defending. I've got to be honest with you. At that point, nobody's picking Indeedy up. Nobody followed the run. Um, it was a defence splitting pass. Uh, and indeed, he just gets it, and like you say, <laughs> so he puts a defender on his on his ass. The goalkeeper joins him. Indeed, he swaps feet and puts it in. I mean, oh my god! I mean, we talk about a certain Great Dane square pegs in square holes. I mean, what this is? This is almost better than the Indeed that we had when we lost Canty. Yeah, it is. It is. He's getting. He's finding himself in a, in another burst of, of of form right now under Enzo, and it, it seems like the change of personnel has worked out for the better for a lot of players at Leicester. And uh, I think maybe he needs to be putting one of these in front of him, a bit of paper and a pen, to hopefully tie him up to a new deal because he looks like a player that if we can get signed up to a new deal along with a few other players. You know, and he plays like this for the remainder of this season, Chris. I said this earlier. I don't care that it's six games into the season. If you put this Leicester City back into the Premiership right now, they would they would scare the living daylights out of at least at least eight teams in that division. Yeah, and we're talking yeah, who's currently yeah. there. I think we would because the way they're playing their football is brilliant right now. Yeah, yeah. Middlesbrough got a goal back, so it's two one there now. 
I'm looking at Indeed, he's celebrating. He doesn't look like a player that's unhappy at the club. No, I don't think he ever was unhappy at the club. I think there was, I think there's always a case, and we have to remember this player, that, that we have to remember this with a lot of players, that I know Leicester do have a flux of one of their own, if you will, players of their own, so like McAteer, Dewsbury Hall and that. But indeed, he has no loyalty to Leicester. It's just longevity. He's been here for a while. He's, mm-hmm. he's won numerous things with Leicester. So, um, you know, you could argue he's been here a while. Maybe he feels a bit part of the team. But that doesn't stop them wanting to move. And, and I think what we've seen with how the transfer window played out and the way these players have still kept themselves integrated in the team and have, have established themselves as, 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 as a prime first-team player, you know, if if someone had come in for him, he might have gone. You know, we don't know if these forest links or whatever were ever true or, or went any further than just a, a little bit of a, an inqu- inquir- inquisition. Inquiry. I can't think of the word I was going to say, but an inquiry, that was it. Uh, I got there in the end. Um, you know, and the thing is, he's a professional. And at the end of the day, you know, it shows the commitment to the game of football. And, and look. I just hope he signs a new contract, even if we go back up and then he decides to, to move. As long as he doesn't do a Tillemans on us. That's going to be the big decider, isn't it, whether we go back up, you know. Yeah. Know, I can see and um, uh, uh, indeed he may be holding off signing and say, well, can we have a look where we are, you know, at the end of the season? Or if they do sign a contract, they will have a clause in it that if we don't go back up, that, that they, they can maybe leave. But what a great time to score. Yeah, exactly. You know, just when you think I, I was sat here thinking in, and, and a few people in the comments were saying the same. It was kind of like, yes, we deserve to be in front, but we, we let's hope we don't rue their missed chances. Because we had a few chances. I think it was uh, a poor distribution from a goal kick left Dewsbury Hall, and if he'd have got the ball under control, he'd have been one on one with a goalkeeper. And you know, we had a couple more chances in between that, and we were starting to think two one is the most dangerous scoreline you can have because. At any point, if they got, if they got, if they had have got an equaliser, the momentum would have then shifted to them. You know, they've just got level. They're at home. The crowd would have got, you know, right, uh, yeah. right back supporting them. So, you know, like I said, they switched off at the start. It cost them, and they switched off with with about a minute to go uh, of, of the first half, and it cost them again and again. Potency in front of goal. It was the perfect time. To, to deliver that sucker punch to Southampton because I know they came out and probably had a little bit better of the ball in that opening 20 minutes of the first half. But mm. apart from a glaring opportunity, they didn't do much with it. And the game, it, I think we all felt a bit relaxed a bit more, didn't we? You you in the crowd, us watching at home. Oh, it was. Got, it, was. You know, it was a bit easier to... Made a change that it wasn't Leicester conceding. Uh, just before half time, which we yes, that was nice and new, wasn't it? Yeah, and of course we're getting to the second half, and um, I was just showing old Twinkle Toes goal again here. <laughs> huge, huge smile. Um, but fair, fair play. I mean, as much as I, I, I you know, I wasn't quite. Uh, I was annoyed with Madidi, Mavadidi before, but I mean, okay. So we're looking at the fourth goal, second half. We, we were saying, look, look, just get one this end, please. You know, we don't get to call them all at the other end. Those fans are at this end. What a poor ball from Southampton. He played it to God knows where. It was picked up by Mavadidi. Halfway in, probably more than halfway into his own half, and he just broke with it. He, he slipped past the Southampton player like he wasn't there. And there was three of them running up. 
And had he had he not scored that, and, and he, but he hadn't passed because he had Jewsby Hall on one side, McIntyre on the other. If that had been missed, he would have been lynched alive. I know yeah, I think and won it still, but I'm sorry, no, he he had to score that because you know there was three of them. I mean, fe- oh, the the move that he did. I mean, he intercepted the ball. And he just literally ran and ran and ran from, like I say, he was nearer, nearer to the, the penalty box in the halfway line. He got it. He ran. I mean, what that Southampton defender was doing, he might as well have just said, go on, after you, because <laughs> he did go past him. And then there was like, there was like three of them. And that, that the, the, the Southampton goalkeeper must have felt like, um, uh, you know, it was like, you know, the charge of the light brigade coming at him. Like, what the- What's going on here? Um, yeah, he away beautifully. He did take it well. Yeah, he did, and and you know what? That's what I mean. It, you know, I, I I'm kind of glad that he took the chance on because it would have been easy for him to go. Oh, I'm not making this mistake again. I'm going to lay it off to McAteer or, or Dewsbury Hall, uh, yeah. whichever one he had chosen. He had the confidence. He wanted to make amends. He did it, and you know what? The guy who presented him the ball. I, you know when you say you play, you come off the bench, go and make an impression for me. Well, mm-hmm. that, got, that 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 was the number twenty who who at the end um, we know we know got sent off from as well. Yeah. I don't think that's the impression Russell Martin was hoping he'd make when he brought him on, <laughs> uh, you know, in the start of the second half because. Oh, Plymouth has scored! Come on, Plymouth! Oh, have they? Yeah. Oh, it's Carry yeah, beautiful. Wow, well, you never know there. You never know, but um, yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, he picks it up, Chris, and it, 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 yeah, you, you're right. It was, it was, it was thirty yards out. It was one of them where, if it was a free kick, you're thinking float this in the back post and, and get ahead on it. It's probably you know just shy of shooting range. Um, yeah. But he's just gone. I mean, Southampton had overcommitted, which a few Southampton fans were grumbling at, saying, "I know we're three-one down, but you've overcommitted and look what it's done." And it killed the game off, obviously, superbly. Uh, mm. The fourth goal, but. He just did it with ease. They seemed to stroll forward and, you know, speedy guns. Oh, this is, you know, road run. He just went, me, me. I mean, that Southampton bloke, you, you, he might as well not been there. Like you said, he yeah. might as well die. He might as well gone, yeah, going through, sir. Here you go. This way. Yeah. Because he was on his own. He was he was never going to do it. He, even if he managed to shield Mavadidi, he had two options to pass he to. Did. And they were both, you know, so he was never going to stop him. put no, no effort into trying to stop him. Well, I, I, I don't blame him. I'd, I'd rather not put any effort in and get me ankles snapped trying to twist and turn and stop Mavadidi doing it. I mean, it, it's... It's a goal that's, that that uh, my friend Jesse she said inject that goal into my veins because it's a silky run, it's a silky yeah. nut sort of nutmeg or you know puts the ball round him, makes him look like a fool. Time you saw a Leicester player do a goal, score a goal like that. Ooh. Ooh. I can't, I can't. I, 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 not off the top of my head. Yeah. Not off the top of my head. I, I can't because I, I, it's been that long. Uh, and I have got to say, and you'll see when I'm coming to rate the players later, I'm going to do it because I was there, so I'd like to do it this week. Um, no, you can't. You're banned. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I got to say, I love the fact that he missed, the, he had the two where Vardy was having to go at him and said, for God's sake, why didn't you blah, blah, blah. And then he still had the confidence to do that. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's a good sign to see. And again, like I said, it was good that he held his hands up in the press match. Went, look, I know I did, I 
I had I made some bad decisions, mm. which you know that's him recognizing the fact that he knew he should have passed them. But again, to see that hunger, that desire to want to be a part of the goals, it was was brilliant, and and, yeah. and he made amends for it. And again, different circumstances, he probably gets berated, but in the occasion of the game, it was a little bit easier for him, and and, mm. and you're allowed to showcase that confidence. So yeah, it was good to see, and it, again. He's developed and, and and he's learned from that game because he'll now know to raise his head a little bit and not always go with his head down when he's running with the ball. But he'll also know that one, one missed opportunity won't affect me. I I, I can keep going. Yeah. But and, like and I'll you be say, fine. we would have been moaning if he if he'd been passing it and we'd have said, well, "Why didn't you shoot?" And then that other person would have missed. We'd have said, "Why didn't you ever go, Mavadidi?" You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Now gone two one down. Two one up, yeah, which is no surprise. Yeah, Um, there turning that one around. Okay, I mean, I know. Look, there's only one stat that matters totally is which was four goals to us, one goal to them. It's funny that I know you're not a lover of stats, but. When I, I had obviously I hadn't seen these stats until uh, when I got in last night, which was around midnight, and I, and I went and had a look, and I went, "What the fuck?" Where I just could not do. And you look in that. Uh, let me just make these larger so that uh, my my Mister Magoo eyes can see them. Um, but you know, when you're looking at um, big chances, all right, we had more big chances. That obviously comes with the fact that we got more goals. Uh, we had less possession, less ball possession. Uh, we had less passes, less touches. Um, tackles were about the same. And I, I wouldn't have said that looking at that game. But if we can, if that can happen, and we can still win four-one against, like I say, a team that's going to be in the top six. I honestly think Southampton will be. I think it's going to be a season that we're going to absolutely love. Yeah, it is. You know, it. it... Certainly has that early feel to it that Leicester are definitely going to have a very good season. They're definitely going to be top four, you'd assume, the way they're going. I don't want to say top two and right, right as straight into that automatic zone right now because we are only six games into the season. We've still got 40 more to go. So it's going to be a long season and things can change quickly. We, we've seen that throughout this division with, with with certain teams going from the bottom to playoffs and, 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 yeah. and from top out of the playoffs we've seen it before so mm. we don't want to count our chickens before they've hatched so to no. speak but no, that game that game would typifies why i'm not a big lover of stats to be honest with you mate because that game yeah they had a bit more of the ball but they needed it that's mm. why they had more of the ball and it wasn't like it was 60 30 it was 54 to 46 at some points and what, what you and, call a brexit Score, yeah, that? yeah, of course you would. You'd, yeah, you'd call it a very, yeah, a Brexit is probably the best way to sum that up because of, of how it came out. And again, the chances they had, you, I would look more towards the big chances there. And what I, I would say they're more clear on what they are because chances yeah. they had would say, oh, well, it was an end to end game and Southampton didn't take the chances. Well, Hamadson made one crucial save and then three or four were straight at him. What what maybe a couple he had to move a little bit left to right, but they're they are, as the goalkeepers would say in the goalkeeper union, they are bread and butter for a goalkeeper. Yeah, they're, 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 those exact same words then, yes. Yeah, yeah. So realistically I think apart from one chance and the and the goal itself, mm. Madsen didn't really have anything to 
He did what, apart from the goal, he really and, and yes, he made that one fantastic save and a lot of the others. He saved, don't get me wrong, but it was that was never gonna be, you know, he's not gonna look back on that and thinking, bloody hell, that was a difficult game for me. <laughs> no, he's not. He's he's really not. And 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 again, if he, that's one of them where if 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 you weren't able to attend a match and you've seen the scoreline and you go to the stats, you go, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it says four one here, but it sounds like a really good game. Sounds like Southampton were just bad at you know you know didn't take their chances, and it really wasn't that way inclined. I I like I said, I can remember. I can remember two clear-cut chances. One was a goal and one was where we actually messed it up at the back and Hamadson was kind of to blame for that with a hefty pass into to Winks that, that gave him that opportunity where the, um, I believe recovered to it. So that that and a shot aside, you know, it was completely one-sided for me in terms of actual opportunities. Well, we're going to go uh, now, we're going to sort of rate the team, rate the players and pick our man of the match. Not necessarily in that order. And we'll do it. We'll do it straight after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey, guys. Ian Hume here. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. The Premier League. That's so last season. It's all about the championship here on LTID TV. Now, now that's what I call football. You hit the right spot. Uh, a bit of Muckley there. You can't go wrong with a bit of Muckley. Um, that sounds rude, but you know what I mean. Okay. Um, let's come down. Brad, rate the team yes. as a whole, the whole performance. Rate it for me. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm going to give him a solid eight. It was a fairly good performance. One, one or two mistakes. Obviously, we only had one that majorly cost us, but all round, it was fairly comfortable, especially in the second half. Uh, they didn't really do too much wrong. So yeah, for me, it was a, it was a solid eight out of ten. Well, funnily enough, we agree on that one because I've given. Yeah. It yeah. Right now, now I'm gonna so I'm gonna strike a warning for you, Chris. I'm gonna let you know now. Right, if you, I, I know we say like five and sixes, they're the same. Sevens and eights, you know, the same. But if we really disagree on one, mate, I've got your button ready. Bellend. <laughs> you have a. You think? Well, you see, I've got friends, mate. Let me just tell oh, you this. Yeah, crap. I forgot I you got friends. You. I will find you, and I will kill you. So just be careful there. I know, but I've got my oh, mate no, Brendan no. the Bellend. Sorry, Brighton three 0 up now against Man United. Where's Jordan Sancho when you need him? Oh yeah, he's fallen out with the boss, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah it's it's almost it's almost like these managers they keep buying have actually got naff all experience in a decent league and can't yeah. control their players. Yeah. Um, oh. Now <laughs> this is going to be interesting. 
Um, man of the match. Who did you Mavadidi. Mavadidi, hands. I mean, Vestergaard, Hermanson, Vardy all had really standout games. But you just can't look past Mavadidi. I know he was a bit, Mavadidi was a bit greedy at times, but he got two assists, Chris. He ran them ragged down the middle, down the left. He could have played going backwards and he ran them ragged throughout the show. He got a goal, he got two assists. Uh, in terms of creativity, he created so many golden opportunities for Leicester. And on another day, he could have got uh, he could have got a hat trick himself, and he could have got three or four assists. Uh, so for me, I, I did have a little bit of a thought about it. Ah, Spurs are losing to Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> just thought I'd laugh at that. Um, so uh, there was a lot of competition for it. It was a great all round performance. Um, but for me, I just couldn't look past giving it to Mavadidi. Mm-hmm. You see, this is where we're going to uh, disagree. Man United have got a goal back as well uh, at Brighton. Boom. Um, I, I oh, Man City are winning. That you've Go got on. you've got to look at this game, and in that first half, Southampton were coming at us because we were at that end, so we could see Southampton coming at us, and there was one player. That yes, you know, whilst we were scoring up at the other end, the game could have had those shots not been straight at the goalkeeper. Whatever, they get, there could have been a lot more goals for Southampton. And there was one player that actually um, stood out for me. All right, now for um, Alan, who picks our man of the match, he couldn't decide between these two players, and he ended up going for Mavadidi. But I am actually going to go for. Now, bear with me on this one. No, 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 no. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to the bell end button. I'm going to tell you, folks. I'm going to grass him up. Where is it? Where is it? I know exactly why he's picked him. Yeah, it's just because yours. Shot you the is ball. Yannick, but that 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 is uh, that's definitely you. And <laughs> oh dear, um, look, Yannick. To me, he's gone back to his old club. Uh, he was right. He was taking some some heavy boos and criticism. I'm sure off the uh, off the fans and laughs as well. He was throwing his body in front of everything. You know, he 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 could have very easily let it get to him. Um, yeah, and he didn't. You know, he he stood up, and you know, he he got some headers in as well. He was he was clearing with his head, uh, which we always say he you know he's not very good at. Um, There's some good balls out of defence. Uh, Yes, Mavadidi got the two assists. Yes, he got the... Um, had that not been at Southampton, I may not have gone down on that side of the fence. But I just think, with everything that he's taken, and I, I had a lot of... a lot of, Well, obviously, I was surrounded by Leicester fans, and a lot of them were saying, like, fair play to him. <laughs> no, game. no, no, you know, a lot of people in the, in the chat listening to what, you know, listening to, to to me commentate for them, um, we, we, we're saying it was Mavadidi and and, and Vestergaard. He had probably his best game in a Leicester shirt, and I know he's probably only had about seven of them. But credit where it's due, you know, I, I was tempted to go 
for Vestergaard. You know, it, it, it was definitely a, 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 a toss-up of choice between him and um, Ma- Ma- Mavadidi. Um, mm. And I think for similar reasons, in a way, what, what, what Vestergaard kept doing at the back allowed Mavadidi to be able to keep trying to break yeah. the lines and get us in behind and create chances for him. So, you know, all joking aside, you know, Vestergaard, you know, or Mavadidi, I, 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 I think that was the shout from the majority of them. I know, I know, Sky edged it towards um, towards um, Mavadidi in the end. And I, I think it's easier as a pundit because oh, scored a goal, got to well, assist. It's easy to just well, haven't we? We've said it be how easy it is. If it had been nil nil and Vardy had got the goal in the ninety first minute, Vardy would have been given man of the match. You know, it yeah, is of course, easy yeah. To do that. And like I say, I, and for me, I just think going back to his old, and it's the first time he'll have played there since he, he came to us. Um, yes. He was never in the team, was he? <laughs> you know what I mean, no, no. I think for him to, to 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 put in that sort of performance, ignore everything that was going on around him, because he's going to get brickbacks, even if he even if he was coming back, you know, as one of our best ever players. But the fact of what's happened, he was taking some stick, and I just think you know he stood up and. You know, like I say, I think when you've got, you know, a lot of these, these fans going around and going, because we're saying about the same about Indeedy, like, you know, who the hell is this Indeedy? But they're also saying, you know, at the end of the day, fair play to him. He's doing a job for us. Now, we know Cody was on the bench today. We know Cody will probably come back in for the game against um, uh, Norwich. But Cody is in his 30s. Is he 30, 31, something like that? So, I think he's 30, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he may not be able to play two games a week, etc. But uh, but no. Right, let's just have a look at this then, young man. Uh, I know you usually like doing this. Now, you can say whether you agree with me or not. I'll totally ignore you still. Uh, I know, <laughs> but it, we pretend to get along for the for the kids. For the kids that are watching, we pretend, to, pretend to get along. It's all, about, it's all about just a bit of banter. Don't fall out over it. You know, have a bit of fun. Uh, and we'll also tell you what... Um... He's a knobhead. He's a knobhead. He's a knobhead. Oh, shit, I forgot you could hear me whispering. Um, I'll also be saying what um, the ratings were from... from uh, Jordan as well. Oh, my best mate. Your no. best mate, yeah. yeah. Do you want me to go first and I go first and then you can say whether you agree with me or not? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reverse the roles. You say yeah. yours and, I, and I'll tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play, mate. Fair play. Okay, so for um, Hermanson, he, he produced that one good save. He didn't do anything wrong. I don't think he was necessarily could do much with the goal. He, he went out and spread himself um, as much as he could, almost star-shaped, Casper-like. Um, so, yeah, he did He did what was asked of him. So, I'm going to give him, and remember, as we've always said with this, a seven, that could just as easily have been an eight. And I think had he had more to do, maybe he would have got an eight. But for me, I've agreed with Jordan and I've given him seven. Well... Until you said Jordan had agreed, you'd agreed with him. I was happy to say it, but yeah, I, joking aside, I gave him an eight because there's nothing he could do about the goal. He made vital saves at vital moments of the game: one nil, two one. You know, um, I think he made some vital saves, and and, and you're doing you. You know, he also started some counter attacks for Leicester by playing the ball into that midfield and, and, and springing mm. the attack. So it's not just what he's doing 
in terms of his natural job, but it's his, his ability to be that goalkeeper that plays it out from the back. You know, he, he got Leicester on the front foot. I gave him an eight, you gave him a seven. Like you said, same thing, potato, potato. Um, Luke, who came on... Tomato, tomato. Oh, tomato, tomato. I mean, Luke, who came jumped on for five, ten minutes at the end, I did the same thing with him. Um, yeah. he, he also gave him an eight, so... Yeah, you you're doing all right so far. No naughty steps for you so far, Chris. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy. Um, Justin, uh, I've got to agree. You see, I, I can't go low because it was such a good all over performance. I can't go low on any of the players. And as much as I was critical of Justin, um, I was going to agree with uh, Jordan on this one. Um. Yeah, do I? Do I agree? Do I agree? I think I've got to. I think I'm going to have to time. and say. Is it what? Sorry. Stop it, Tom. I, I had this all up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for a six, which is the same as as just as uh, Jordan. Uh, I mean, thankfully, it was all right after that horrendous tackle at the end, and it's good to see Southampton keep their record up, and you know. Get the odd. They always seem to get one cent off when they play us, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah, they a do. Brilliant, a brilliant um, stop in that first half when when he came over to block the ball. But he he just was, as I say, he was getting skinned a little bit. And that six is not a major criticism because we've got to allow for the fact that it is his first game in about twenty five years. So yeah, it, it's a six plus if you like. Let me put it that way. Yeah, and, and again, maybe maybe because I don't have the the privilege that you do being at the game to see it, um, I don't get to see what he does off the ball. But mm. we kind of contrast in our views in terms, and I agree with you about the ring rustiness, and I know he was quite out of position, but I actually don't think he played that bad at all. I think the roles he was having and the way he was interchanging from left to inside and, and, and him and Doyle were swapping their position stance and... and, and um, or not, he wasn't the worst. I actually gave him an eight because I thought he made some outstanding blocks. I think he he played well considering it was his first full ninety minutes in yeah. in a long time. As my wire gets caught under my leg there, and I have to reposition my phone camera. You got a lot of technology, don't you, mate? One slow yeah. movement and everything goes flying backwards. I gave him an eight, but Luke also gave him a six. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit defeat on that one and say, yeah, actually you guys probably were better with the rating on JJ and say six is probably a fair. I was probably a bit too kind for him because of because yeah. I, I, well, like I a say, soft spot it, for it, him and he's it, a good player. It's taken into account. It's no it's no major criticism you know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna majorly overrule you. It's not an official bell end overrule here because it's not. I'm gonna go in between. Because you say it's a six plus and I say it's an eight, so let's give him a seven then. <laughs> well, I'll leave it at six, but yes, I'll. No, uh, no, no, I'm in charge of this time. You, the, you're the one coming in first. So I say six, six, six point five means a seven. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> okay, uh, now Yannick Vestergaard. Um, well, obviously, I've just made him my man of the match. Um, there was a bit of confusion with um, uh, Callum Doyle for their goal. Um, He's got a six off Jordan, and I'm thinking like, what drugs are you, are you smoking, off, Jordan? Are you going off reputation yeah. here? You know, because it's Yannick, therefore, oh, it must he must be more at fault than Jordan. And he isn't saying that, but I just feel. But look, I made him my man of the match. Uh, a hell of a lot went through him. He gets a nine from me. 
I, I mean, obviously, he's not my man of the match, so I, I have gave an eye elsewhere, and I think that's pretty obvious of who I've, who, who I've said. But I'm with you, Chris. I don't know if it's just because he comes with a stigma now and people can't yeah. let it go, you know? Yeah. If I had options to press a button on it, I'd say Jordan needs to, you know, frozen it and let it go. Because I gave Yannick an eight. I think he was superb. I agreed with a lot of people. It was probably his his best performance in yeah. a Leicester shirt. I think yeah. he's showing more reinsurgence. And I think, you know, even criticisms that me and Kate have had about him not being out, not heading the ball that much. These six, this six game run, well, eight game run, if you include the two cup games, I believe he played in as well, has really shown he's grown in confidence. You know, he's been out he's been out of the game for 18 months because of a bell end. So yeah. I gave him an eight, mate. And like I said, I don't begrudge you make it making him man of the match because he was a close oh. contest. Yeah. Oh. Erling Haaland goals go hand in hand. He's made it three one to um, oh, God, yeah. Man I thought City. it was three one. I didn't know it was yeah. um yeah, and there were yeah, protests I, I at Spurs think... at, oh Spurs have equalized. It's, 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 it's funny what happens when you get a, a run in the team, isn't it? You know. Yeah. It's but, amazing what um, can do. Right, Callum Doyle. Um, I know you like to give the same for both the um, mm. centre backs. Uh, it was probably not his best game in a Leicester shirt. Um, but I mean, Jason has given him four. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, it was Jason. Jordan has given him four. Oh, lay off him, mate. Come on. Yeah. He, he was better in the second half. I will say that much. He did improve in the second half. But, yeah, go on, Chris. What's your ratings? Because that's just ridiculous. Jordan must yeah. have had a bet on or something and lost. I, I, I... I'm going to give him seven. You know, I was thinking six, six and a half, seven. If I gave Justin six, I've really got to get more, oh, do I? Do I go six or do I go? I tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna overrule you here. I'm gonna save you the agony. I gave him a six. I thought he was very poor uh, at parts in that first half. Um, I don't know if being at Leicester and the expectation is, is is still unsettling a little bit. He seems to be a bit nervous. I mean, the ball hit the deck and he seemed to want to try and take it to stride. And it seemed to stick to the deck for their goal. But in the second half, yes, okay, you could argue. The occasion was a bit easier to handle, but he played a lot better in the second half. I mean, a four is ridiculous. I mean, Jordan needs to give his head a wobble. So I would say a six, mate. Six is yeah. probably a fair I, I outcome. A, a six plus there. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Luke gave him a six with with it as well. So yeah, um, Ricardo. Now he got off Jordan a six. Um, I'm. What did he do? He did, he did absolutely nothing wrong, but he did nothing for me that was outstanding. You know what oh, I mean? And yeah. therefore, I always say if that happens, or Villa have equalised at Palace, I always say if yeah, that happens, that. they've played all right because you just haven't noticed them. So they've got on with the job, you know, because yeah. you can't go, well, he was like, like we're saying with Doyle, well, he was doing that, he was doing that. Doing that. You, you can't say that, but then you say, oh, that was a fantastic through ball, or what a shot that was, stung the goalkeeper's gloves. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give him a seven because uh, Jordan gave him a six, but I think yeah. I'm going to give him a seven because he was out of position. I don't think he's naturally a left-sided or you know player. We, we know he, he doesn't change sides. Maybe maybe that um, Enzo wants him to, but no, I'm going to give him a seven. Yeah, I felt the same. Um, again, we've said it throughout the throughout the, the our lifetime doing this, Chris. Sometimes in certain areas as well, if the least you hear of the player, 
the better it is depending on their position and when you know it can be a bit concerning when you're hearing your wing backs always on the ball tackling and making last it sides. So, so, so you're thinking he's having a great game, but Jesus Christ, someone help him out. And when you're not really hearing them, it's probably a good thing. I was yeah. tempted to give him an eight because he, like I said, he didn't do anything wow factor, but he didn't do anything wrong. But I did feel that certain opportunities Southampton had came because he tried to do too much with the ball in our mm. own half. And it's not the greatest of area to try and do that. As some would make it three one. If you do that on the side that's your favoured side, you tend, tend to yeah, of course, you know, um, yeah, you, yeah, you probably don't make that 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 mistake. And I and I and I, I could go with that because I've I, I felt a bit harsh, but I felt it's probably fair. And I I gave him a seven, and, and so did Luke. So yeah, yeah. Now, Winks, now, if Jordan's wobbling his head, it needs to be totally smacked. And I'm sorry, I shouldn't be getting violent here, but um, he's given Harry Winks a five. Now, I don't know if he was watching the same match or I was watching the same match as him. Okay, maybe it wasn't his most influential match in as much as he wasn't all over the place, but he he, he gets an eight from me because I, I just think that he was... Um, he did what he had to do. He was that experienced head. He was mopping things up. Uh, he got taken out a few times. And I must admit, it's very funny with uh, the, the scoreboard at St Mary's is that every time a Leicester player got booked, it was up on the scoreboard. And every time a um, Southampton player got booked or sent off, it never went up. Funny that, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is funny that. But for me, for, do I give him an eight or do I give him a seven? I've got to give him an eight because um, I gave Winks an eight. What did I give? Uh, what did I give Vestigal? I gave him a nine. I've only got eight up there. Oh, VAR, VAR wants to check these ratings. Did you, so, so... did you go in and change that? No, I did not. I can't <laughs> do anything to change it. If I could, I'd be manipulating some scores. No, I wouldn't really. Uh, yeah, I thought Winks was okay. Uh, there is a few things that that. that frustrate me I think about Winks and I, I only gave him a seven and, and the reason being is is sometimes he was a little bit easy to, to move off the ball now one thing he was able to do is as he was going down was 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 get rid of the ball and distribute it to to a blue shirt which saved him but he got such a stupid and needless yellow card which thankfully yeah. didn't come back and bite his why right in front of um uh, the referee's eyes, so he's not going to get away with it at all. Does he grab the bloke's shirt and pull it back? It was like elasticated. He pulled it back that obviously. And it just frustrated me a little bit. And I think it dampens his performance when he does see little things like that because there was no there, there was no need for it. I think sometimes uh, yeah. him and uh, Dewsbury Hall as well, who we'll talk to in a minute, but I, I just think, you know... Um, he needs to cut out these silly little mistakes. And I know I said earlier I don't want anybody to be perfect, but these aren't mistakes that are that are costing us anything big. But they're going to cost us a suspension down the line. I think he got that. I think that was his third yellow card this season. And, you know, we don't want these key players being out and and silly little shirt pulls there when it wasn't really necessary. The bodies were back. Yeah. So yeah, things like that stuck in my mind throughout the game. So that's why I gave him a seven. Yeah. Um, now, um, Wilf, Wilfred and Didi. Uh, 
Well, that's seven off um, Jordan. Uh, the end-to-end nature of the game saw him pass by, uh, pass by in the early stages, but he started to come into his own late in the first half, dribbling well and making himself a threat. Um, he then scored a superb goal after showing off his twinkle toes. Look, to me, he is changing. I think he's becoming a bit of a box-to-box midfielder for me. Um, but he gets, he get, and not well, just for what he, what he did with the goal, he gets a good solid eight for me for that game. Um, I, I initially gave him a seven. And the only reason I gave him a seven is because, curse of the commentator, I think it was Nate asked me, um, when do I think Enzo's going to make changes? And I said about 60, 65 minutes because we're doing well, we're cruising, and the longer we keep it 3-1, the more he can tire out Southampton legs and go at them. And no sooner as I finished saying that, then the board went up at about 55, 56 minutes, and indeed he was taken off. So it would have been nice in a way to see him play a bit longer so we could have seen how he could have kept going on from that goal. So I initially gave him a seven because we only saw him for 55 minutes. Yeah. But seven, eight, yeah, I can, I, you know, I, I'm trying to think of it as a logic. How long did he play? How long did he affect the game for? And had he played 90 minutes, he probably would have been another one. We were talking about man of the match performances, yeah. but yeah. because he only what played 55. Wings, Sorry, what did you give Winks? I gave him a seven. A seven, that's okay. Uh, I think the thing as well is you can have a player that's on for 60 minutes uh, affect the game more than a player that's on for 90 because they have true a that is true so yeah I, I i i i would be happy to if if you wanted to overrule it and go for an eight because thinking no, no, about I, it on his i'm i'm putting down what i am I'm not saying you're wrong oh, okay yeah i'll get you i'll get you, you know, i'm not overruling you at all they're your thoughts the the, the these are mine so i'm not going yeah. to overrule you um Jewsbury hall um got a seven off uh jordan and i'm probably um yeah probably a seven plus for me yeah i don't know about a plus i think he he obviously made that killer pass but again he has the same issue that winks does he he gives away silly needless fouls and i don't just you know some people might look at some of the fouls and go oh no they're they're them tactical fouls brad i don't remember a foul that he made in that in that game where he had to make it because there was bodies back, because they had cover in space, they weren't necessarily in a dangerous area. So I, I think he had a good game. I don't, I don't think he had a bad game by any stretch of imagination. And yeah. I kind of, I did with him what I do with my centre back pairings usually, and I matched it up. And I, I, you know, I gave all three of them in the end a seven. So I gave Dewsbury Hall a seven. Yeah. Um, uh, well. Now we got a seven off, um, off Jordan. Um, I, I, I'm going to disagree with Jordan again. It's funny that, isn't it, how we do that? I'm going to give I him know. an eight. I think he played very well. And to be honest with you, he was nudging on to a nine. I thought he had a really good game. Um, I can see why you bump up to eight. I don't think he was a nine. Um, and that's nothing against him. But I think that's the sort of player he is. And it's the sort of way Enzo's trying to utilise him. And he's, he's kind of like a jack-in-the-box and what I mean by that is you slowly see him bit parts in the game and he seems to get more on the ball and more on the ball and then more forward and more forward and then pop goes the net because he scores a goal. And then that's what we saw with McAteer through that first half. He, he started mm. off slowly, he didn't really see much of the ball. My issue was 
is he has the same thing that happens to him that Barnes happens to him. And I know that's because we predominantly attack down the left side over the right, and I understand why, but I have to judge him on the fact that there was parts of that game where he was ineffective. He wasn't there to be effective in the game. You know, he wasn't needed, if that makes sense. He wasn't that he's not an effective player, because he is. But what Mm. I mean is, is there was probably three or four attacks where he didn't even touch the ball because it was so predominantly on the opposite side. He wasn't needed to. And because he came off very relatively early as, as well, I stuck to my guns on that rating and I gave him a seven, seven, a, I I don't think he was near enough. So, you know, seven and six, uh, you know, they're all sort of, you know, the, 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 like you say, potato, potato, really, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, Now, um, I'm going to, Jamie Vardy. <sighs> what a, what a player. I mean, you know, we keep writing him off, don't we? Um, yeah. He stays on for 90 minutes. And I've got to be honest with you, he didn't look tired. He did not look tired. And every time the goalkeeper sort of had it at his feet and was threatening to sort of go places with it, he was he was closing the goalkeeper down. Um <sighs> I'm and I say I've not been his biggest fan over the years, and obviously he's not going to start against Norwich. I think that'd be too much for him. But I've got to give him an eight. Oh, do I give him a yeah. seven? No, I'm going to give him an eight. I'm going to give him an eight because I was I was impressed over the whole ninety minutes with him, not just his goal. Because obviously that was at the other end, so I couldn't really see too much of that. But it just his work rate, and as I say, he lasted the ninety minutes. Yeah, captain led the line from the front for for for. 80 odd uh, 80 odd minutes i know ian nacho came on near the end yeah um but he practically played 90 minutes at that yeah, point anyway so, so, I mean, so yeah, yeah. there's 90 minutes yeah yeah it was for what it is and you know what old, old dogs you can teach new tricks he led the line he he, he was jamie vardy it was like rolling back the years for his goal and at least played throughout led the line kept mm. the pressure on um was always shouting and barking instructions to his teammates and where he wanted, what they needed to be, where they needed to be. Um, you know, he's obviously the maverick, you know, and, 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 and Enzo has said on numerous occasions, he's one of the, you know, the key players in this squad. Um, and for me, you know, for once we got the old Jamie Vardy and I, I'm with you and so was Luke. We, we both, we're all three of us have given him an eight. I think he was superb. And again, for, for, for bit parts of that match, I can contemplated him in, in, in my list, in, in my short list, should I say, for man of the match. Obviously, ultimately, he got nudged out. But, uh, yeah, it was a solid eight performance from Jamie Vardy, and it was good to see. Um, now, Mavadidi. I would love to give him his shirt number, but I couldn't. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Uh, let's see what Jordan gave him, shall we? Oh, dear. Not find it. Eight. He gave him an eight. Oh, I thought I was going to have to find the bell end button there, but okay. Yeah, gave him an eight. Fair enough. Oh, Tottenham are beating Sheffield United now. Hold on, they were one nil down. Yes. How's that turned around? In t- I literally was looking at it three seconds ago, and it was one nil. When did that go two one? Just well, it's just come up on the on 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 the thing. Uh, guys reporting on it saying it was two one. Yeah, I've just seen it says one all now, and I've just brought up goal and oh, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United. Ten, eleven minutes. What happened there? Was there a fight? Really? <laughs> hell, talk about getting your biasness of the right. that bitch. 
Now, this oh, well, may anyway. surprise you. This may surprise you. Um, because I'm actually going to give him nine. You know what? He, he was up. Sorry, he was up there, as I said at the start with Vestergaard, and I've said why Vestergaard just inched it. Um, had this not been at Southampton, at St Mary's, I would have probably gone with Mavadidi. But you know, like you say, yes, he was that green. When you take you, you know, and you go in the heat of the match, you're like, oh, why the fuck didn't you pass? He was clear. We'd have got a goal if you'd given it to him. The other thing was if he'd passed to Vardy and Vardy had booted it over, we'd have said, oh, why didn't you have a shot? What the hell were you doing sort of thing? You yeah, know? exactly, mate. You to can't me, win, can it you? Was, it was, you know, pins and needles different sort of thing, you know, uh, and, and he deserved, for me, he deserves a nine. Yeah, that's exactly what I gave him. He was my man of the match. And you know I like to put my man of the match as a standout marker. Um, so he got a nine from me. Uh, a lot of people ultimately... Really, old Villa have done it as well. They've scored two late goals. What the fuck is going on there? Really ridiculous. Anyway, um, yeah, so I gave him a nine. He was my man of the match. Again, you know... It was very difficult to pick between the two. We've ended up selecting for our ultimate man of the matches. But for that reason, I gave him a nine. I thought it was fantastic. I can forgive him being greedy. Look, it worked out for for everybody at the end of the day. We won yeah. the game. And um, and that's all that matters uh, at, at the end of it. Now, I necessarily didn't at the, the start of the... Uh, um... Oh, my God. We're playing a lot at Hillsborough as well. Um, you know, at the time you're there and you're going, oh, why? But when you sit back and, and look at it, you know, it deserves a nine for me. It deserves a nine. And you, like I say, I've explained why I've just gone for, for, for Vestergaard. Uh, now, with the substitutes, I'm only going... Oops, I've taken that bass off. Keep doing that. Uh, I'm not going to rate Chowdhury, Gun or Ianacho because, you know, they, they played... Six seven minutes each, you know. You can't you can't rate a player on six minutes worth of a game. I'm sorry. Um, no, you can't. You can't. Uh, but Cassidy and Fatua. Cassidy. I will Cassidy. teach you to say his name right. It's Cassidy. Cassidy. Um, I'm usually quite good with that one. That's one that I do. You know. are, to be fair. You normally show me up on that one. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy and Abdul. Uh, they're both going to get a six from me. They did nothing wrong when they came on. They did nothing brilliant. Um, Cassidy tried to do too much, but again, you can't criticise a player really for do, for trying that. Fat word. I mean, he got he got. Um, they both got fives off Jordan, so five sixes. But I, I've gone for sixes for me. Don't know what you. Yeah. Mean. I, I... Yeah, I kind of I'm inclined to agree with you. I think at, at that point, I think the thing is, well, the, in, in a way, it's probably one of the most annoying games to come on as a substitute in a way because you can't. What can you really do? The game's four-one. It's dead and buried. Nobody's really there in terms of crowd, apart from obviously the away end. I suppose they get to be on the the pitch at full time to go and applaud the fans and 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 and, and bask in, in in the three points, but. It's hard to really go out there and impress because you're, um, you know, there's going to be, oh, yeah, well, you might have got a chance, but it was 4-1. No one really cares. So I do feel a little bit sorry for that way. But, hey, minutes on the pitch, time turns great. You could also say there's no pressure on them. So they, they, they did well. They did the job, Chris. They did what was expected and asked of them. 
yeah. to come on as a substitute given given the the scoreline and yeah. uh, and proceedings to that point. Talking about the players all coming um, and and even if you're off the bench, you can come on towards the crowd at the end. And, and most of them did, in fairness, and they got a very very well. <laughs> there was no reason why. Oh, three one now to Villa. Yeah, I said that. They scored two late goals out of nowhere. They still haven't got the bloody goal scorers up for either them or Tottenham. I've got so. Lewis as a penalty for Villa and then Bailey's just got the third um, 11 minutes. Uh, See, it's weird because at the sidebar on the championship thing is still saying Tottenham 1-0. And see, Tottenham 0, Sheffield Very uh, strange, isn't it? But, uh, but yeah, like you say, it's hard. That to... Derby have conceded a late equaliser against Portsmouth. Sorry, that's but look, us all up. They all came. All the players came over. I mean, like I say, the crowd. We were singing. We're going up playing football, the Enzo way, and all that sort of thing. Uh, I didn't hear anybody because normally you get one idiot that goes, "Oh, that player's rubbish. What's he doing?" You know, always going mad. None of that at all. Um, we did a couple of uh, Enzo Enzo give us a waves and we got a wave. Uh, but funny enough, at the end of the game, he went straight down the tunnel. He never came over with the rest of the players. Now, it was my mate Simon that, that, that said to me, he said, oh, have you noticed Enzo's not come out? And I went, maybe he's just letting the players take the plaudits. Yeah, maybe. Um, man, it's different. And, and of course, you've got to remember as well, you know, it's not just supporters that maybe had a long journey back. He may be just like, you know what? You enjoy it. You've really put on the show tonight. You, like you said, you take the plaudits. I'm going to go and get things. We're, me and my backroom staff, let's go and get things sorted in the changing rooms. It's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do, you know, a review of the game tomorrow at train and we've got no need to do it, to, you know, now. Villa let's get everything playing. ready, get us on the coach and get no, home. Villa are still playing at Palace and it was 14 minutes added on it's 106 minutes now on the clock oh, I've just seen it. it's ridiculous but the, you know it's also a good thing though isn't it because I don't, I, I'm not sure someone might know better than we do Chris I'm, I'm assuming because we've been talking about the game not really listening to it but I wonder if that's an injury or is it time wasting because if it's time wasting this is why you want to cut it out because two teams now mm. have lost a game that they were winning uh, yeah. Like, you know, Palace were level for a bit. So they've dropped point because of it. And Sheffield United were, you know, seconds away from taking a big scalp. But again, 10 plus minutes added on there has cost them not just a point, but all three. And mm. it seems like it's going to be a long season for Sheffield United oh, fans if that's how they're going to do it. Over now, Villa and Palace. Yeah, if it is time wasting, then they've only got themselves to blame. Um, just going through the full times here in this in our division... Uh, and I'm going to take all these as full times, even though it's not showing, because like you say, the BBC is still showing it as one all, uh, one nil to Sheffield United. Uh, but Blackburn 2, Middlesbrough 1, uh, Bristol City 0, West Brom 0, Huddersfield 2, Rotherham 0, Norwich 1, Stoke 0, Preston North End 2, Plymouth 1, QPR 1, Sunderland 3, Sheffield Wednesday 0, Ipswich 1, uh, Watford 2, Card uh, Birmingham nil and Cardiff and Swansea the seven forty five kickoff. So it does mean, as it stands, that Preston are top of the league with sixteen points. Leicester mm. are second with fifteen. Uh, Ipswich third with. In fact, let me just. I'll, I'll bring it up, shall I? Yeah, uh, Ipswich. Ipswich should be third because of our 
goal difference. difference. Yes, exactly. Um, right, let me uh, let me bring this up. There we go. Then you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. So Ipswich are third. Uh, uh, we're top. We're second on goal difference. They've also got 15. Norwich 13. Hull 11. Birmingham 11. And then Sunderland 10. And then down, very much down at the bottom. Uh, Middlesbrough, oh dear, what a shame, in 24th. Wednesday in 23rd. Swansea in 22. Uh, Rotherham 21. Cardiff 20. QPR 19. Uh, and Leeds have still got to play, as we say. Um, so, looking good after six games. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's interesting you say there that Norwich, I think, you say Norwich are fourth in the league on 13 points. So that, that puts the impetus again straight back on Leicester. There's, there's no respite in these early stages because uh, Norwich fourth, 13 points. We, we talk about how pivotal it can be early doors that Leicester could have that gap Opened yeah. up between them and the chasing pack. Yeah, that that that'd be a great um, a great scene there. As yeah, I think we pretty much all them results. We can beat Norwich. That puts us five points ahead of them. Yeah, exactly. And you know, again, you know, it's a long way to go. But it's it's also then they've got to catch up to us, not the other way round. And you'd much prefer yeah. that at this stage yeah. of the season than 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 you know than than to be the team that's chasing. So. Good results, all right. Uh, prediction leagues-wise, it's been okay. I think I've been saved by getting a few correct results more than more than getting the um, getting the outcomes right. If that makes sense, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. If you send me the the artwork through, I'll put because obviously we we're not got a show now to the next set of games. I can just put the the league table up in the in the groups and what have you if you want. Um. I'm going to do it all in one conjunction. Okay, I'm going to do game week six and seven together because I, I might as well yeah, figure fine. out how to do the maths all at once because yeah. we're going to have a few of these, aren't we? We are. We are. Brad, thank you so very much, young man. It's, um, uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. Uh, uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have a day off tomorrow, everybody. Uh, but thank you for coming on here. Uh, it was great to go to a game, even like I say, if I've I've got no legs left this morning, and uh, <laughs> I had to have oxygen. <laughs> the car come and pick, um, come and pick me up. But it was great, great result. We march on. It's great. We've only got to win. We've only got to win four more games, and we've equaled the number of games that we won last season. I don't know if to laugh or cry about that. That's like, that's just depressing memories of last season. If we win, if we win our next four and already overtake it, they've just shown I think a picture on Sky. I don't know if you saw it, where the guy, a little kid, was holding up a huge banner, almost as big as him, saying "Madison, can I please have your shirt?" And literally, Madison applauded in front of it as he was walking round and ignored him. Oh well, you know that's that's each to their own. I'd, some some players like it, some players hate seeing it. It's, mm. Some people think it's sweet, some people think it's cringe. I think yeah. that depends if it's if it's a six year old child in the stands, you think it's sweet. When it's a thirty year old full grown adult doing it, it's a bit cringy, isn't it? So, yeah, can you imagine anybody sort of going to watch, you know, like a um, an ex pros game holding up a sign saying "Muzzy, may I please have your shirt?" Yeah, it'd be a bit cringe, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just a just a bit. It's not like I'd ever do that. Break Hello, into and Ray, get to Wally because we're going. But uh, thanks to everybody that was joining in in the chat. If you've been listening on the podcast, thank you so very much for that. 
Thank you to Brad for being in with us. And uh, we'll be back on Monday night with the debate show. And we'll be talking more Norwich on that one. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Hopefully we can continue a run. Very eager to keep this going. So, yeah, it's been fun doing this roundup show. And then we've been given final score uh, updates as best we can as well. So, yeah, happy days, mate. It is, it is. and uh, You could yeah. say, I for one am very happy with this weekend's hey. results. I'll give you that one. I was about to say, it's just it's getting, it's getting boring all this winning, isn't it? But I yeah. better not say that. But, no, uh, that's true. Night, mate. Thanks very much. Have a good rest of the weekend. Take care, mate, and take care, everybody that's joined in. Bye-bye. Hey, I nearly forgot then. It's good night from me. And it's good night from me. No. I said it wrong again, didn't I? You did. And even you got it wrong on the show the I other did. day. Well, why Why do you do this to me, Chris? Why do you let my ADHD kick in and not be prepared? It's good night from him, isn't it? That's I, it, I yes. Almost, almost good. All right, mate. We'll get mate. one week. I'll get there, mate. My brain will work. Don't we've worry. Only, we've only got another... Um... Uh, 40 games to go, 42 games to go. You might have it right. Yeah, on. and I'll I'll get it right on a show that's not that's not a match, no, me. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks very much. Have a good weekend. See you Monday. Goodbye, everybody. See you Monday. Take care. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.